So I want to talk about building wealth. I think that that is really important and we all should focus on that in terms of building wealth in our life. Um, I think we should at least have enough that we should live on when we are in retirement um, and perhaps a little, not a lot, but a little bit to pass on to um, folks once you're, once you're dead, right? Like that's going to happen and you probably want to choose who you want to pass on to just to, you know, just to be nice, but I'm not saying like a heck of a lot. Um, you know, I'm just saying whatever would be a nice little gift, but you know, this is actually really hard to do for most people. Behaviorally, it's very difficult to do this. But I want to talk about, you know, what is the simplest way to do this? And I know you probably have heard a lot of this before, but um, some of you haven't, so I'm going to repeat it. Um, so if you don't know me, I am Professor Dave Massack. I'm Associate Professor of Innovation Strategy and Entrepreneurship, and I created this whole reciprocity project to give back as much as I possibly can. There's so many people that help me out that I want to pay the favor for to help you out. Again, you know, like I'm not an investment professional, um, you know, uh, all of that kind of stuff. See a professional. Um, but, you know, the basic understanding that we want to do, I want to actually have you build wealth and do well in your life because then, you know, at some point, maybe you'll come back and say, hey, you're that person that told me what to do. Um, and it's actually super easy in terms of building. The recipe is very easy. Um, you know, it's getting out of debt and focusing all of your effort to get out of debt as quick as you possibly can at, at the moment. Um, then, you know, thinking about having plans to um, prevent, you know, catastrophic things from taking away your wealth that you accumulate. So having, in, you know, life insurance, life insurance should be right at the get-go. Um, having, you know, disability insurance, those are the two big things. When you're older, long-term care um, insurance, when you're older, you know, much older, uh, looking at how do you have a an emergency fund, right? So I'm big, you know, this is... A, so if you listen to Dave Ramsey, this is very similar to exactly what he would say. There's only a few adjustments that I would do. Um, so, you know, have a $1,000 emergency fund, right? Like walk up those baby steps, as he calls them. And then, you know, once you get you're out of debt, then you can start building up your emergency fund to, you know, four to six months of, of, of your living expenses. It's actually not as much as you think it's going to be. So, you know, a, a pot of money, just in case things go out south, right? And that's really what it is. And then after that, it's actually pretty easy where you save um, 10 to 20% of the total income that you bring in. So whatever you bring in, save 10 to 20 percent um so we do 15 i think we actually do about 20 um you know my wife and i but you know effectively we're trying to aim for 15 we always end up going a little bit more um and that's really it at the end of the day um that is going to build you a tremendous amount of wealth oh and the savings oh that's the other thing so um just saving alone is going to build you a lot of wealth. You can dump that into like a savings account if you want to. Wouldn't recommend it. What I would recommend 
is just investing broadly in index funds or really good mutual funds. And this is, that's where I differ significantly from Dave Ramsey. Um, the reason why I invest in mutual funds is because that's what's offered to me um, at, at work and that's what I have to do. And that's gonna be like looking at the best possible ones you can get. Um, but you can also invest in index funds broadly. Like just what are just all of the companies that are in the stock market. And you just do that day in and day out um, over and over and over again until, and, and I wouldn't invest in, we don't invest in property. Um, we don't do any of that kind of stuff because it actually doesn't have very good returns if you look at that repeatedly. Um, and it's hard to get very good returns even if you like, so if you listen to Dave Ramsey, I was an was a avid fan for a long time um, until he started, um, you know, his political views just got too much for me. Um, so, and if you listen to what he says, it's the exact same thing, except for, you know, the buying property. If you listen to what he says, you have to look at like 500 pieces of property by the time you actually get a deal on something. And that's true, right? And I'm just not, I don't think that that's worth my time and effort and money. Um, I don't think it's worth most people's time and effort and money. It's hard to find property that's undervalued uh, that you will do well in, extremely hard. So we just, you know, we pay off our, um, our house. Um, we focus on, on just living a good life. We don't have fancy cars, although now we're getting to the point where we can get better, fancier cars, but we live um, without cable. You know, we lived um, without sort of TV, all that kind of stuff for a very long time. Um, we lived, um, we cook all of our meals. Now we eat out a little bit more, but it doesn't matter to us in terms of the finances and stuff. But for many, many, many years for, um, you know, my wife and I got married when we were 25. Um, so even before that, when I started living with my parents, you know, when I moved away, I was 19 when I moved away and went to university. Um, we, I lived very, very meagerly for a long time. Um, in college, I would just eat like rice and beans. It's literally what I would write. Eat. My thing was uh, frozen peas and rice and some hummus. Um, so I was able to live very poorly um, but I survived, right? Like you get through these things. And my one outlet, my one thing that, that I love to do and I spent money on was going to the gym. Um, and that was that was kind of like my thing. Although I don't do that now, I spend money on, on uh, you know, a master swimming class. But that's it, right? Like that's pretty meager in terms of what happens. Now that we've done that for 20 years, um, we've accumulated enough wealth that I feel like we can go on vacations and, and do whatever we want. Like as Dave Ramsey says, you live like nobody else so you can live and give like nobody else later on, right? Like that's the important thing is really focusing on um, le living meagerly for a long time so that you eventually have a pretty good life and you build some wealth after that. Uh, it's a stepping stone and what you have to remember, and this is the hardest thing, is when you're 20 years old and you're looking around and people have like nice cars, they have nice things, 
they do not afford that. Um, at the end of the day, even today, now that we're older, I'm 42 years old, I look around all the other people that are 42 years old, and I look at their sort of fancy cars and, you know, nice houses and stuff. If most people cannot afford those things. Most people are not doing very well to actually um, be in that position. Now, you might think, like, oh, who is this person to say he's a professor? He's got all this money, a business professor. Wait a minute. That was an endogenous choice. Like, you have to remember that, right? Like, I actively chose through thinking through this very wisely to go into a business program and do a PhD. In fact, my PhD itself and being a business professor is not going to pan out until I'm about 52 to 55 years old when I break even compared to what I would have made as an engineer without getting that education. And I've done this calculation several times um, and it's bang on. It's about at you know 52 to 55 years old, it's a break even. So which means... I'm still at a loss at this point, at 42 years old, of doing this degree so um, and having this career. But does that mean I'm not, you know, doing better than, you know, a lot of people with this? Um, yeah, because we were, we live very meagerly. There's this, this person, I don't know if you've ever seen him or heard about him, Mr. Money Mustache um, on the internet, lived extremely meagerly as an engineer, um, again, it was an active choice to become an engineer, right? People do not, it's a hard career, hard to get into, super hard, right? Very, very hard to do these things, but you work your butt off and you forego a lot of parties. I did not, my undergraduate career um, was considered of studying all the time. That's what I did. I studied. We went to the library. My romantic time with my wife on a Friday night was going to the library and studying until about 8.30, 9 o'clock at night, and then we'd go home and watch a movie together. That was our fun time. That is all we did, and every weekend we would spend um, 10 hours, 12 hours, 13 hours, um, on a Saturday and do the same thing on a Sunday of studying uh, repeatedly. And maybe on Sunday night, I usually took a little bit of time off to watch The Simpsons. And that was it. That was my life. You can ask all of my friends. You can ask all of my relatives. And, and that was the life. But you do that because then it sets you going forward, right? You are doing something that's painful right now. It sucks but you do it right now so it sets you going forward and you don't have to worry as much as the, as you get older. And you do that for 20 years and all these little sacrifices over and over and over again, it actually adds up, right? It adds up and you don't think about it at the time that this is painful. It's right now I'm investing in this reciprocity project. Um, I think it's gonna add a lot of value to a lot of people's life. And so why am I doing it? Because I think it's going to add a lot of value into a lot of people's life. And then I think it's going to be a really cool project by the time it's done. But it's taking an awful lot of work. You don't see a lot of people doing this day in and day out. But I'm doing it because I think that there's value there. And you have to remember this. This isn't what's called an endogenous choice. I am actively choosing to do this despite the fact that everybody else thinks it's like some other thing that's going on, right? And that makes a big difference in 
understanding what's going on. This is one of the, the harder things to disentangle in science is these endogenous choices. So um, to build wealth, simply just work at it. Forego all of the sort of easy things that you think are easy and fun right now for benefit in the future. All right. Take care and have a wonderful day.